Welcome to the Primal Path Podcast. We cover topics on physical and mental fitness, unorthodox training methods, philosophies and theories to achieve a balanced life, and methods to revive our primal behaviors and rebuild a daily movement practice that's consistent and attainable. When I first started lifting, and that was pretty much when I joined the military at 18, uh, you know, besides a couple times back in high school where I thought I was going to spend all my time at the gym, which I didn't because I just, <laughs> but um, back when I started lifting, I didn't know what to do. Like I'd go in the gym, I'd follow a plan, I'd start some equipment, I'd pick it up and put it down. Um, you know, I, I didn't take enough protein. I took too much weight gainer. Um, you know, I tried supplements, you know, I just didn't have a clue what I was really doing into the gym. And obviously as time progressed, I ended up getting into different type of fitness programs. And then in 2008, I found CrossFit. That's where kind of it all started. Um, then I became a coach shortly after that. But it wasn't until like 2011 where I started like realizing and understanding how to progress my fitness. And it was one day that in the program it had like one rep max deadlifts. You know, and I never really cared about numbers or anything like that. I just would lift what I thought was heavy, and I never really did deadlifts either. And I remember I ended up lifting 355 at about uh, 195 pounds. Like, and it felt good. And I was just like, whoa, I wonder if I can get to 400. And then that 400 continued to go to 500. Um, but that was like the, the first time that I was like, oh, wait, there's actually something to this. There's actually a program and a system to go about this to get the most out of my fitness, to prepare my body for, you know, accidents or injuries that are going to happen in the future, uh, build my immune system, my cardiovascular system to be able to do things that I want, to not tire out, to have the energy to, you know, go for a long hike or complete tasks around the house. And today I'm going to just kind of discuss, you know, the good old question, what, what should you be lifting? What, what, what should you be shooting for? What numbers you should be, um, should be looking to hit. And we're going to talk about a couple different factors on top of that, which one big one is age and training age. Now, when I'm referring to like what, how much weight should I lift? Uh, I'm really sticking to a very generalized program. On top of that, I'm going to just be focusing on the three main lifts, the, the squat, the deadlift, and the press. You can do, uh, we can go, you know, bench press, but I'm going to refer more to overhead press, um, but you could kind of swap the two out. Not the same muscles, similar, different. You could probably bench more than you could overhead press. So I want these numbers to be more towards your overhead press uh, because your bench numbers would be higher than this. But in general, we're just going to talk uh, talk about, Matt, how much weight you should be lifting. Uh, let's get straight to the, to the numbers, all right? Um, if we are a highly competitive athlete, somebody who is not just doing local competitions but um, – pushing for whether it's a powerlifting competition or, you know, somewhere high up in the CrossFit realm or, you know, like regionals or something like that. Um, 
you should have some baseline numbers underneath your belt when you're coming to the deadlift, the squat, and the press. The first one is the deadlift. We want to be about two times our body weight. Two times our body weight is a good number to be at. Um, I'm not saying you're, you're winning events at that, but if you could 2X your body weight in a deadlift, you're in some pretty darn good shape. On top of that, we should be looking at about one and a half times our body weight in the squat and about one times our body weight in the press. Now, if you're a person who goes to the gym all the time, whether that's, you know, a 24-hour global gym, whether that's a small-time micro gym, a CrossFit, something like that, or a boutique fitness, you know, we could be looking at different numbers. A lot of times people who, who go to these places, including Primal Path, they're looking to get fit, feel healthy, feel strong, and that's what they're shooting for. And for those numbers, I'm looking at about one and a half times your body weight, one times your body weight in a squat, excuse me, one and a half times your body weight for a deadlift, one times your body weight in a squat, and about half your body weight in the press. You'd be considered a, a pretty fit individual in strength-wise and pretty strong overall if you hit those numbers. That is something that everyone should definitely strive for who has some sort of background in fitness, uh, has been doing it for you know five plus years. That's, that's a good place that you should shoot for and strive for. And you're going to be well above the curve on your athletic like strength overall. Now, if you're relatively new to fitness and I can age does determine a little bit of this, but if we are relatively new to fitness, maybe we haven't done fitness since high school or college or something like that, or we're just getting into it. There's some good baseline numbers that you could try to strive for in the very first five years of being in some sort of consistent program about three times a week. Now it's going to vary like drastically on whether you're a person who's just sat behind a desk all your life, whether you were doing construction work for, you know, or landscaping. Um, you know, so there is a huge range between this and what I'm putting is that a zero, pretty much zero to five years. So some of you guys might get it done in one year, might take two for some three, four, and for the person who's never done anything in their life, you know, five years is something to strive for. And those numbers are going to be one times your body weight in a deadlift, half your body weight in a squat, and a quarter of your body weight in the press, overhead press. And those are some good numbers. Like that's something to shoot for. And it's, it's not something that's easy to do. But at the same time, if you're new to fitness, that's a really good starting point to shoot for if you're in a program that is focusing on strength a couple times a week or in a gym setting that occasionally they have one rep maxes, um, you know, for these deadlifts or the squat or the press, or if you're just at a, you know, a global gym playing around with weights, that's something you should really strive for. Now there's a big factor that is going to impact that. And that's going to be an age. Obviously the older we are, the longer it's going to take us relatively to get where we're we going. Also the background that you had. So if you're somebody who, like I said, someone who did fitness in college, it can be a lot easier and faster to get you to those numbers than somebody who's never done anything. But at the same time, once we hit 40, we're also starting to deal with sarcopenia and sarcopenia is the loss of muscle mass. So you're going to lose the tone or like, like the density of your muscles, um, a certain percent every 10 years. Now, I believe, and don't quote me on this one, but from 40 to 50, we could lose anywhere up to about 3% of our muscle mass. 
And this is something that is inevitable. It happens to all of us. It's relatively, your muscles are pretty much dying off. It's, you're kind of peaking at that time. Um, well, you're a little bit past the peak of your life, your fitness peak, but that's when, you know, if you haven't been doing something, it starts to fall off. And the way I like to look at like movement and building muscle and strength is very much like a retirement plan. The sooner you start, the sooner you can retire and the better you know, you'll be off in the long term. But if you start saving money later in the game at 40 or 50, you're, there's, you're going to still benefit from it. It's not going to be as easy, but it's going to help you out in the long run. Well, fitness is exactly the same. Movement and strength is exactly the same. The earlier in our life that we can start putting in a consistent program to get strong and, and flexible, mobile, and stable, the easier it is for our body to do the things we want to do later in life. But at the same time, if you've never done anything, it truly is never too late to start. Just as the older we get, we just change the process of how we get to, let's just say, the, the numbers of from zero to five years I was talking about, that one times body weight deadlift, half your body weight in squat, and quarter your body weight into the press. And the biggest thing is like uh, the volume versus weight that we're using. When you're younger, um, you can go a lot heavier in shorter sets. And you could still do this while you're old. Like I'm not excluding that, but I'm saying if you're starting off into a program, uh, the best bet at an older age, uh, 40 and above, is you want to be focusing on more higher rep with lower weight and then start decreasing the reps and increasing the weight. This will make sure that your, your body is moving properly. Uh, you're going to start maybe turning some muscles on that lost some tone that haven't been used due to compensatory patterns of your day-to-day -day activity. And pretty much it's going to give you a uh, the I don't feel dead the next day feeling. Like you'll get sore, you're going to feel the muscles are working, but if we're just jumping in straight heavy weight, then you're going to be talking about having some delayed onset of muscle soreness two days later, then you can't walk, it's going to be discouraging, and that's why a lot of people end up quitting later on in life when they're trying to get back into fitness. Uh, is is for that whole reason as well too, but if you're at an old if you're 40 and older, a great way to do it is you know I'll give an example. You would start off with five sets of 15 reps. It'll be something at a weight that you can do entirely unbroken through all those sets. But maybe the last couple reps of each set, you just slow down a little bit. And then that's a really good starting point. That following week, you're going to do that same movement, whatever it is, deadlift, squat, press, and you'll do five sets of 12 reps and increase the weight by maybe five pounds or something like that. Say on that, that second week, five sets of 12, you can't get through those 12 reps because your muscles fail or we fatigue. That's fine. That's a, that's a good thing to hit because now what you want to do is just carry that exact same set, five sets of 12 reps onto that third week instead of decreasing the reps and increasing the weight. And that's one system to help build you more strength, build you more awareness, do it nice and slow so you find stability along with balance. Now, there's a million ways to go about this as well too. You can do sets and reps. You can do like, for instance, if you're at a younger age, in your 20s, I would highly suggest a five by five. And technically at any age, you can do a five by five. I just prefer taking new clients in with a lot higher reps so they can feel the movement, understand where they are in space, their spatial awareness. 
And I like to get them to, uh, to really understand the movement first. And for somebody who's younger or for somebody who's older who has experience lifting, then yeah, we can go into a five sets by five reps. And what you're going to do is maintain that same weight for five sets or for all five reps. And if you hit that weight, that following week, you're going to add five pounds to any lower body movement, add two and a half pounds to every, any upper body movement. And then you're going to hit five sets of five reps again. And you're going to keep on doing this week after week, increasing lower body by five pounds, increasing upper body by two and a half pounds. You're going to hit a spot where you might be on the third of five sets and you can't hit five reps. You only get three. Well, you still have two more sets to do. So most likely you're going to probably still try to shoot for five reps on those following two sets, but you're still probably going to hit three, maybe two. That's good. That's stuff that we want to record and write it down. That means we didn't get through those five sets of five reps. So that following week, instead of increasing that weight, keep at that same weight, shoot for those five sets of five reps. And when you can get through all five sets with all five reps unbroken, then you can continue on pushing that weight. And that is the most baseline way that we can build strength. And you can take that with any movement. Now, we look at more of those, uh, the baseline movements, the deadlift, the squat, and the press, because they just use the whole body as one. They're really, really good for just building absolute strength. Um, uh, you know, they hit almost every muscle in your entire body on top of that. So that's why we're, we're talking about the deadlift, the squat, and the press. But you can apply that to any movement. You can apply that to bicep curls. You can apply that, um, you know, into lunges. Um, you know, obviously, as we deal with smaller muscles, they still need the same requirement. But we also look at the use of what you're doing for you. You're walking on your legs all day. Your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes all have to be very strong. So you need to add a much heavier load. Things like your forearms, you're not going to be doing five sets of five reps of wrist curls. I mean, you could, there's nothing wrong with that, but you're going to probably do a lot higher rep with lighter weight since there's more of dexterity, there's more mobility in them, there's smaller muscles, and you're moving them uh, a lot less weight with them, but you're doing stuff more often. So you're going to kind of train the muscles according to the way that you use them on a day-to-day -day, um, basis on top of that. But when we talk and look at all these programs, there's, like I said, there's a million other ways to do it. Um, and they all work. They all work as long as you kind of stick with it and it feels good to your body. But all this stuff kind of boils down to one thing, and that's progressive overload. Progressive overload is what we're trying to achieve by getting you to that point of failure are just underneath that point of failure. One thing we always talk about in the gym is 85% of the time you need to be working under 85% capacity. Then we have 10% of the time you're working at 85% capacity and 5% of the time you're working above that 85% capacity. You know, um, so you don't need to be hitting these like maxing out every single day on what you do, but we want to be bringing ourselves up to always right around that 85%, maybe a little bit under, maybe some days a little bit over, maybe some days real far over and some days real far under. But in general, we always want to get to the point that we either hit or get close to the point that we either hit muscle failure or muscle fatigue. The difference between them is muscle failure is you'll see more often when you're going for absolute strength, one rep max, two rep max, three rep max, or five sets of five, you're going to hit the point where you're like, I just can't squat this weight anymore. Otherwise I'm just going to collapse on the ground. That's muscle failure. 
And we always want to get right around there if we're trying to build absolute strength. Now we can also build the strength by going at a much higher rep. So say where we hit, you know, well, once we get into higher reps, then we're talking more towards muscle fatigue. And what that is, is that if you grab a barbell and you start doing barbell curls and to the point where that full rep can't get all the way up, and then we're not even hitting about three quarters of a rep, that's your muscle fatigue. It's just your muscles are entirely, entirely, entirely fatigued. Obviously it is what it is. Um, but you, you, the muscle is not, it's not that you can't do, you can do it, but you're just limited on the capacity. So two of those things. So that, that's what you always want to be working when we're, when we're focusing on strength, you, strength, or even like we can even talk about hypertrophy and, and, and building muscle. That's what we're shooting for. You know, hypertrophy, we're looking more at the muscle fatigue kicking in. So really high reps and continuously increasing weights. And then we have that high failure or muscle failure when we're dealing with more of one rep max and uh, like complex lifts and things like that, that we're, we're shooting for. Um, but if we get that every single time, that's when we're going to get all that strength and obviously the shape of our muscles. So when you're going into the gym or you're trying to start a program of what weight should I be lifting for? You know, what weight should I be shooting for? Kind of go off these baselines that I talked about. And the reason why I think this is very important is because you can get so much further along in your movement journey and your strength journey, cardiovascular journey, if you set a goal of something to strive for rather than just coming in there, grabbing the dumbbells and, you know, bending the arms and pressing them up overhead and doing, the, you know, and then just leaving and be like, yeah, I feel good. <clears throat> you can get a lot more out of your body. You can get more shape out of your body and it's going to help keep you consistent because you have a goal. So once again, we're going to go off of some of those numbers that I talked about earlier. If you're in from zero to five years of, you know, your, what we call the training age of you ever, you know, going to a gym, then I would shoot for one times your body weight in deadlift, half times your body weight in squat, and about a quarter of your body weight in the overhead press. If you're someone who goes to a CrossFit or a, a micro gym or one that has metabolic conditioning, or high intensity training, where you're mixing kind of cardio and strength, then what I would say, if you want to be in the higher end and, and feel good, feel strong, your goal would be to shoot for one and a half times your body weight in a deadlift, one times your body weight in the squat, and half your body weight in the overhead press. And finally, if you're looking to be very competitive, going into powerlifting competitions, uh, weightlifting competitions, like a CrossFit regionals type of thing, your, your baseline, which you want to be at, and, and which is a very uh, competitive athletic individual, is two times your body weight in deadlift, one and a half times your body weight in squat, and one times your body weight in press. And once again, on that competitive um, athlete style up there, way up there, just with those numbers aren't going to do it. You're not going to win any competitions. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're not going to win anything, um, you know, maybe some local competitions. But ultimately, that that should be for a competitive athlete should be like their baseline of what they should have underneath their belt before going to those competitions. So uh, I hope you guys found this useful. And uh, I'm glad to bring more of these podcasts back to you. You guys have a good one.